Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT Radio. The latest from batshit bonkers Britain. Katie Hopkins on today's news talk radio, TNT. And a very warm welcome to the Katie Hopkins show here on Tuesday, the 19th. Is it really the 19th? No, it really is of December, where I'm still at HQ before setting out on the road again for the last few speakeasies of the year coming up in the show today. We're talking XL Bullies. Do you own one? What's your view on the ban that comes into play? I think it's the 6th of February. Tribe will help me. Uh, We're across the pond taking a look at the presidential campaign and Trump in New Hampshire ahead of the primary. We're talking Michelle Moan, the British businesswoman who told the nation I was the one that gave British businesswoman a bad name. She's in trouble all right. You know, there's an old saying, if you wait long enough by the river, the bodies of your enemies will come floating by. (laughs) But we're here in glorious Technicolor. Do join us. You'll know that I may be in the driving seat, but you are the engine for this show. Here is how you join the conversation. Katie Hopkins wants you to chat to her. Just go to tntradio.live, hit chat and join your family chatting away. We're on the highway to freedom, where listeners drive the show. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Ah, and our token Zambian is here. Do let us know if you're on tribe today, token vegan, token vegetarian, token lesbian. Um, Lovely uh, Zambia is here, and Zambia is getting rain. Zambia is receiving life-giving long-awaited rain. We are all celebrating. Isn't that a thing? Because I opened my uh, the back door of my house today because I needed dog food. Dogs all over my blooming arms, legs, everything, because it was time for there to be fed. Nobody's refilled the dog food. I know. Do I live alone in this house? And it was raining again. I was like, oh, rain again. And then, of course, Zambia, everybody celebrated because, you know, Rain is a beautiful, glorious thing, and we take it for granted, mostly because the villages near me are perpetually underwater at the moment, and I have to regularly go down to the neighbours and help push out flood water from their homes. I was doing that the other day. I probably shouldn't give this away, to be honest. (laughs) Well, anyway, they had a house rabbit. I'm just going to say house rabbit and flood water doesn't really mix. Can I tell you something else that's happened as well? And um, uh, if you hear me making random comments that feel like, where did that come from? It's me uh, following along with Tribe. So if you go to tntradio.live and chat along, I am watching you chitty chat. So if you have something to say to me or something to say to other listeners, or you have a point of view or something you want to share or something you disagree with, do go to the chat because likely as not, I'll read out what you say. Um, although we're trying to avoid excessive swearing. That's kind of what I'm trying to do at the moment is not swear quite as much. Can't promise anything, but that's my effort. Let me tell you something that happened. I took the lions, so I have two Labradors. I take them marauding around the countryside in the very early hours. And I was marauding about with the lions. We were rabbiting. I wasn't rabbiting, they were, but you know, I'm the kind of, I don't know, what am I, circus clown. I fell over. 
<laughs> and I, it was one of those proper falls. And I don't know if any of you have fallen over of late. I fall over fairly regularly, but like most people probably haven't fallen over since they were a child. I fall over quite a lot. <laughs> a, because I rush around, B, because I'm an arse, and C, because I'm usually tromping around some woodland area or whatever, and I'm not certain what my left, left leg gets up to anymore because of my brain surgery. Anyway, there's a thing when you fall over, so you feel the clip of the thing that's going to trip you. So this was my left foot on a some sort of branch. There is an inordinately long amount of time when you're falling over between the noise that tells you you're going to fall and the hitting the ground. I, I swear I had a whole thought about life during that fall. And then there's the fall. And so for me, it's important that I don't fall on top of my head because I don't have a skull. So I have to fall a certain way. So that all happened and I'm down and I'm like, okay, what's, have I, nothing? Okay, nothing dislocated because my arms are fairly dislocated, as you know. And anyway, I'm on the ground, on the floor, just having that moment where you just go, check, 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 check. Do I have teeth? Uh, 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 all good. Tilda, one of the marauding lions, comes along and decides at that moment to hump my head. And I'm pretty cross about that whole situation. A, because of the humiliation of falling over. Nobody saw, but still it happened. If a woman falls in the dark, does she fall? Does she make a sound? I did. I was bloody yelling my gob off at that dog. And then she started humping my head. And that's my thing about dogs. Like people say, oh, dogs, they're man's best friend. Oh, dogs, you know, dogs, so intelligent. I just need my dog in my life. And I think about all the things I do for those lions on a daily basis hoovering around them, feeding them, running them for hours, praising them, you know, telling them, oh, you're such a good thing. And the first thing they do in a time of crisis is try and bang my earlobe. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think people can defend dogs all they want. And we will be talking about XL bullies at the uh, at 20, 20 minutes past the hour. That's the plan anyway, as you know, nothing ever goes to plan on this show. But I'll just say, I think that might be overstated because I've been banged in the head by a dog in a moment of distress. And I came home and told my family, and guess what they all did? Yeah, laughed. So zero sympathy, broke my dog, broke my coat, which was a puffer filled with floof of all sorts of descriptions. Was it the dogs pulling? Oh no, because when we maraud, we really maraud. I don't, we don't take leads on walks with us because I'm in the countryside, so the dogs the dogs are never on a lead. I can't really do that. Katie, blame your horse face for the pooch. What? 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 Head humping, lol. What? Why the laughter? I got laughed at by my family. I'm now being laughed at by tribe. Hmm? Right, I see how this is. Just me on my own. Hmm. Well, anyway, me and uh, Tilda aren't speaking, and I'm now over-favouriting Stella to teach Tilda a lesson like she understands human emotions. A uh, top three out of the UK, shall we do it? Um, oh, Pornhub is owned by a rabbi. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Quite like that way of thinking, because that's like <laughs> this thought. Is Pornhub owned by a rabbi? Is that true? <laughs> this may not be the time to slander Israel. Okay. Uh, top three out of UK. Um, one, don't kill cash campaign. So GB News had a very great 
Don't Kill Cash campaign. Uh, and you may know, we know, we're all behind the cash movement. I speak about it wherever I can. I pay cash wherever I can go. I deliberately ask people that say we don't take cash. I ask them if they will take cash. And if I could only pay by cash, would they take the cash? So I say cash a lot at till points because I think it helps other people see, oh, that's interesting. I um, totally support this idea that you can rebel by paying with cash because if we're supposed to be uh, digitized, then why not pay with cash? Because clearly you're standing in the way of that. And as a result, there's already a government inquiry into how people can protect the rights of people to access cash and pay by cash, which I love. There was a 7% uptick in the financial sector in cash payments. And then recently the OBR was, was it 19% uh, uptick in cash? And that to me is our people. And when I talk of this stuff on stages, the crowd goes crazy because they know that they're part of it. So I love it, love it, love it. Anyway, GB News had a Don't Kill Cash campaign and the absolute dullards are Ofcom. You know, Ofcom, um, which is kind of the regulator, but it's a load of old tosh. It's intensely biased. It's just used to shut certain people up whose messages they don't want to hear. I've been off Ofcommed a bunch of times because I was not uh, impartial enough. And I've kind of, I've always been engaged on an opinion basis, clearly, and it was my opinion. So why would they be impartial? I'm not impartial. The argument is that you're supposed to have some people on that disagree with you or say the other thing, which you can only do so much, right? Because if you're in full rant mode, you can't stop your rant in order to have somebody come on and say that you're completely bonkers and this is the truth and it'd be 180 to what you're saying. So I think Ofcom are a bunch of dullards. If I had to put things in order of dullness, uh, and that would be Canadians, Germans, Ofcom, I would probably go oof, Germans, Canadians, Ofcom, Ofcom, Canadian. I don't know. I mean, it might be tied between who's the dullest. I don't know. Anyway, they're trying to say that GB News's Don't Kill Cash campaign was an Ofcom breach. And if you know anything about Ofcom breaches, if they find against you, it can be like 40,000. There's a fine involved, which is basically used to pay the exorbitant salaries and pensions of Ofcom dullards. So it's just a self-perpetuating circle of dullness that I never want to be anything to do with, nor any part of. Um, why does it look like Katie has a catheter? Ah, I see. Hold on. <laughs> That's so funny. Why does it look like Katie has a catheter coming out of her? <laughs> oh, hello, Katie. First time chatter. Uh, love your show. Gets me off to a good start. Well, thank you and welcome. And Tribe will, of course, welcome you in. Um, so thanks for joining the chat. And I think it just adds another layer. And it certainly does. Like, I am true to my word. Uh, the Tribe informs the show. And and doesn't matter what I may have prepared. You know, look how many things we have to, including I have poetry for you today that really matters. We must do this at the top of the hour. It doesn't matter what I've prepared. The tribe will always drive the show. That's my ethos. So let's go back to my catheter. Uh, so this is uh, my little earpiece. So you will know, and it is entirely my preference, is to have my big ear, ear, uh, headphones on. But in order for us to look more Gucci, we're supposed to have these earpieces on. 
which have a cabling. So this isn't actually, well, let's not, let's not blow the myth because actually I quite like where we're going with this, but um, let's go with the idea that this is a catheter. Somebody else uh, suggesting that it's my camel. <laughs> what's that? What's the expression? The camel, is it camel pack? I, I'm trying to find it again. This is the thing, our chat moves so quickly. Yeah, look, camel back, camel back for drinks. Yeah, like I just go, <laughs> because I'm in such ramp mode and because I lose so much bodily fluid from any orifice that I have because I'm so overexcitable about everything that I have a camel back so I can sit. <laughs> so it's actually my earpiece. And of course, because these things are invented by men, you know, it sits in this ear and it needs to plug into there for it to make sense, but it doesn't, it plugs into here. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. So yeah, let's pretend this is a catheter. <laughs> I have actually had a number of these lines before. I had a pick line once, which was basically this. Uh, has anybody else on chat, we're supposed to be doing top three stories, but who cares? Um, looks like a lead to a water hose, right? Has anyone else, maybe someone who's had cancer or something, had a pick line? Let me tell you, if you are ever in, let's have a little sip of coffee because we've just discussed my dehydration issues. Mm. If you ever have the opportunity, maybe you, you've got cancer or whatever, to have a pick line, 100% say yes. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I promise you it will be okay. But what it is, is they go in your upper arm, uh, just under the really soft bit that actually you, you're like that. Oh, yeah, typical. Because <laughs> like with medicine, right, they have to do the worst thing imaginable. So they're like, right, we're going to put a line into your heart to deliver antibiotics direct to your heart, right? And of course, oh, where should we put that in? Oh, maybe you could put it in just above my heart where my catheter line is here, right? And they're like, oh, no, 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 what we're gonna do, and I'm sure they do it just for shits and giggles, we're gonna start at your underarm. Like, oh yeah, why not? Why not start at the most painful bit of your body? Oh, why not start on the upper side of my foot? I've also had lines put in there. Anyway, so they put a pick line in your upper arm and then they thread it. While you're watching them, they thread it through your, what, artery, I'm assuming, vein? I don't know, someone nursey out there, help me. You're watching them and they're threading this thing through you and inside your arm, they basically implant this kind of, like a fish hook. So it stays gripped inside your arm and then you have a line that goes into your heart and then once a day, twice a day, depending on how uh, ill you are or sick you are or, or you're caring, whatever, you go to surgery and they inject straight into your heart to try and cure you. And I've got to say to you, everybody, pick lines are amazing. Like, I love them. Like, it's brilliant because you don't have to have someone poking around trying to put a line in the place that's already had 55 lines in and so your arm is so painful. It's right there. I think, why don't we have pick lines for life? Like when you're born, why not have a pick line in and then things that need to go in could just go in. I'm just saying. The other thing about catheters, now that we've got onto this and now we haven't done my other two top stories, which is very upsetting because one of them's about the elderly and one of them's about gaining a lord. We'll come back to them. The other thing about a catheter some of my best days have been on a catheter and morphine. Just saying. 
like when my time's up, if I get warning or notice, that is it for me. Get the catheter in, get the morphine in, happy days. Some of the best days of my life. Intensive care, morphine, you know, come on. Like catheter and morphine, you don't have to get out of bed to have a wee. You're absolutely off your tits. And someone comes along and washes your foodly foo-foo for you. <laughs> I'm saying I've had worse times. So what we're going to do, uh, studio just told me I had to go to break. So, you know, for that, I'm going to do one other story. Because telling me what to do on my own show, that uh, straight rebellion. I'm checking in with Tribe that they're fine with it. Tribe, are you all right if I carry on for one more story? Because studio want me to go to break. That means I have to do the opposite. Just checking that tribe's with me in this rebellion. Someone need a wee? Hold it. Or get a catheter. So lovely Gaynor Lord got found. And, um, or her body was found in the river. Miss Lord, 55, disappeared after leaving work in Norwich on the 8th of December. Her belongings were later discovered in a city park. Specialist divers retrieved her body from the River Wensum on Friday. Norfolk Police, uh, yeah, I've been given by uh, permission by Tribe to carry on, as you were. Uh, no evidence of third-party involvement and early indications of death were consistent with drowning. I'm just going to say something here. And um, bear in mind, it's my opinion. And bear in mind, I'm not trying to be an armchair sleuth or solve anything or 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 upset family members or anything. But it sits so uncomfortably with me. Nicola Bewley, I don't think for one minute, fell into the river, just so we're clear, that's my opinion. Um, I think she was put back in the river. I think I think whatever happened to her we'll never know. But I don't believe it was what we're told happened. And gain or Lord, I mean maybe. But but my point is that it's the other bit of how is it still okay? How is it still okay that a lady works all day, leaves her shift early, is seen running through the town? I know that run. That's my run when I'm late to meet someone and I'm putting my coat on as I go, even though it would be much more efficient to stop, get organised and go again. And then she was maybe seen in the park, but not seen by anyone else. And then she had the clarity of thought, allegedly, to put her glasses and her rings down. But yet then still decided to get in the river and drown. None of it rings true. None of it seems right to me. And the thing that bugs me, or bugs me is a, a strange choice of words, but the thing that upsets me is that then it's seen as okay. Oh, that's okay then. Just another 55-year-old mother didn't make it through. Oh, that's okay then. You know what I mean? And it's not okay. And I think about those ladies, Nicola Bewley and Gaynor Lord, a lot. And I can't help but feel that if they were with us still, they would tell a very different story about their lives and the end of them. So, my darlings, on that note, um, I want to go to a break on my timings. 
And uh, we will go to a short commercial break. Go nowhere. Otherwise, you know, I have a special set of skills. I will hunt you down and I will break your legs. My name is Katie Hopkins. And this, my friends, is TNT Radio. TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. The double standard is out there. It's so obvious. It's so frustrating. Eric Holder gets held in contempt of Congress for defying a congressional subpoena. Nothing happens. Obama's DOJ didn't pursue it. Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro defy a congressional subpoena. Joe Biden's DOJ criminally prosecutes them. Criminally prosecutes them for defying a congressional subpoena. And now we've got congressional subpoenas of Hunter Biden and James Biden, the resident's brother. And guess what? Nothing's going to be done by Merrick Garland, Barack Obama, Joe Biden's DOJ. That's right. I said Barack Obama. Obama's the shadow president. He's not the one pulling the strings. He wasn't pulling the strings in his own administration. You know, Valerie Jarrett was his minder. Where is the Iranian-born Valerie Jarrett these days? Haven't seen or heard much of her. It's because the Democrats are smart. Timothy Shea on today's News Talk TNT Radio. When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually nine out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. You're listening to Katie Hopkins on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Yeah, so do join us chitty-chatting away at tntradio.live. You just go tntradio.live and hit click the chat and you can join uh, the rest of your tribe chitty-chatting away and you'll know that I use your conversations to help drive the show. What I want to talk about now is XL bullies. So what I would love from you is maybe you own an XL bully. I would love to hear your opinions. Maybe you know someone that owns an XL bully. Maybe you're hopping around your kitchen right now because you had your left leg chomped off by an XL bully and that's an informed your opinion of XL bullies in quite a different way. Or maybe you're missing an ear. Pardon? That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny at all. I appreciate, but maybe you're missing an ear because it was chomped off by an XL bully. So you're struggling to hear the show. And I do remember a while back us doing a bit on XL bullies. Do you remember? Because it was like for a while there, every other day, and it was in Wales. Do you recall? It was a particular town in Wales. And every other day, someone was being chomped. And I'm not saying it was necessarily by an XL bully, but it was like every other day. And then we heard about people being chomped by XL bullies all the time, right? Or other dogs. Now, I would love to hear your views. Is it the dog's issue? Is there a problem with that breed? Is it the owner's issue? Is it the problem with owners? Is it a where do you sit on the ban? And you know, part of me, I'm in two minds, but the more I looked into this and the more I was researching it, and then the more, I mean, apart from Tilda, because frankly, how I feel about my Tilda lion at the moment, I'm not saying that she should be banned, but I do think dogs that hump your head when you take a tumble need a good talking to, especially my head. I don't have a skull. And still, and still, huh? you're getting a head humping. That's risk to life. It's not about me. 
So I was of the view, look, you can't have dogs running around that chomp people's arms off, right? And um, probably there's some illegal breeding going on and probably some of these dogs are being wound up to be as aggressive as they are. And I know there are some people that inject their dogs with steroids because they love you know, this idea of this big dog that people are frightened of. And I'm just, you know, throwing out, there's all different sorts of people. There's plenty of of rich, proper people who, with fat dogs, and I and I find that to be disgusting, frankly, when you see a dog that's clinically obese and you just want to say to the owner, why did you bother? Like, why have you got a dog if all your plan was to do was sit inside with it and make it so fat you can't walk properly? Or the other classic, which happened yesterday, is idiot women with rats on strings usually have a couple of children. I know those children are called, um, you know, Horatio and Esmeralda, and they've got the uh, the token rat on the string. What are those fluffy things called that those sorts of families have? And the beeping woman just lets the rat on the string run in the road. Like there's traffic. They've got the rat on the string, but they don't think, I know, I'll keep the rat next to me. They'll think, oh, I'll just put it under the tyre of that car. So I'm just trying to say, clearly different owners come from different places and there's lots of idiots about. But the more I looked into it, the more that I looked at this ban and thought, okay, let's say now my dogs are XL bullies. All of a sudden, you have to comply like an absolute mofo just because someone in a suit who's probably never owned a dog because they're a politician and politicians have no time for anyone but themselves because that's how they climb the greasy pole, telling you a bunch of regs. And this is the thing, of course, my whole heart rejects, right, is when someone is making up rules and putting them onto people. So, the basic thing I looked up, 1st of February, it is illegal to own a bully XL in England and Wales. So arbitrarily, someone went, right, we'll make it illegal on the mm, 1st of February. Boom. So suddenly that dog isn't allowed to exist unless you apply for and apply for an exemption. So I was looking into this, right? Okay, you apply for an exemption. It's not that easy. And immediately, Anytime you have to apply or fill in a form or the, 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 I, I am immediately, aren't you? You're like, mm, uh, really? I mean, do I? Do I have to fill in a form? So even stop signs in the road, road closed. I mean, is it really? You know, I'm not going to be told these days about what to do. It's, it just can't happen that way anyway. So then I was looking into, we had a massive German shepherd who was, I'm reading from the chat, a big softy. Ah. On the other hand, ooh, super speedy. Our newly acquired cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-chihuahua. Oh, I'm trying to read, but everyone's talking so quickly. I can't, I can't keep up with you. Oh no, now I've lost the story about the newly acquired cha-cha-wa-wa-wa-wa. Hold on, I've got to find it. Hold on, there. Chihuahua is like a ninja on speed. That's a great expression when we take him out. He's the most intelligent dog I've ever known. I'm not sure if that was, <laughs> don't know if that was sarcastic. A chihuahua like a ninja on speed. <laughs> Does he spin around on his lead so fast? Like one of those hamsters, you know what I mean? They spin around and they just, I love watching those. If there is a bit of mong brain watching of reels, it is hamsters going around those 
dish things and then spinning off at a high rate of knots. My dogs would love to get a hold of those. Anyway, back to XL bullies <laughs> and the Chihuahua on speed. Take it. So what I want to play you is the list of requirements on people. Now, I am not inferring that everybody who owns an XL bully is um, lacking in resources. I'm not inferring that they're lacking uh, intelligence or ability. But in order to comply with the arbitrary ban that's just been thrown on owners of dogs, despite the fact that owner dogs live, what, 10 years, etc. In order to comply, it's not as simple as saying, oh, look, I've got this dog. I'd like to register it and make it exempt and I'll, I'll agree to muzzle it in public. The list, guys, is long and not everyone has, you know, a computer, Wi-Fi, resources, time, the tenacity. Not everybody is a pen and paper. Oh, let me make a list and work my way through it like a good citizen person. Not everyone has the ability to comply, is what I'm saying. So take a listen to the list of regs being imposed on dog owners that they have to comply with before the 1st of February. Take a listen to this. Hi, I'm Paul, Chief Vet at Blue Cross. You may already know that XL bully types have been added to the list of dogs banned in the UK. So we've put together six steps on what you need to do if you think your dog may be an XL bully type. You'll need to measure them according to the government's online definition. If your adult male dog is over 51 centimetres at the withers or your female is over 48 centimetres, then you should check them against the other requirements which can be found in our bio. If they are affected, don't panic, but you will need to take some extra steps to prepare for the ban, which comes into force on the 31st of December, 2023. Two, from next year, you'll need to keep your dog on a lead and muzzled on walks. So start muzzle training as soon as possible to get your dog used to it. But remember, don't rush it. Three, you'll need to get third-party liability insurance for your dog. The Dogs Trust provide this through their membership scheme, The Companion Club. Four, you should also make sure you know your dog's microchip number, as you'll need this for the exemption application. You can search and find this online, or you can ask your vet. Five, you'll need to apply for the government's exemption scheme online by the end of January, but we recommend applying for it sooner rather than later. It costs £92.40 for each dog you're registering and you'll get a certificate of exemption. From 1st of February 2024, it will be illegal to have an XL bully without this certificate. Six, you'll also need proof from your vet that your dog has been neutered. If your dog isn't neutered, we recommend getting an appointment as soon as possible. We know this might be an unsettling time, but we're here every step of the way. Oh, God. We know this might be unsettling settling time but we're here every step of the way like nothing against this guy because he's genuinely trying to help like lay out the things but you have to muzzle your dog you have to have your dog on a lead you have to apply for an exemption certificate you have to pay 94 pounds 50 uh arbitrary right it's, that isn't arbitrary there's just another tax on your life right arbitrary penalizing of people who've owned these dogs for years suddenly you have to pay 94 pence 50 then you have to have insurance so that's not going to be free he says oh you can get it from here here and here sure but it's not going to be free is it and then you have to have your dog neutered that's not going to be free i, I just bear and then you're you can so your choice really if you don't have the resources available or you don't have the 
ability to work through this process because your life is complex or complicated or too busy or a bit hectic or chaotic is you give up the dog. And by giving up the dog, the dog will be put down. And if you've got kids, which is likely to be the reason you might have to give up the dog because you haven't got the time nor the inclination or the spare cash to spend 500 quid a year on keeping your XL bully. Do tell me if you've gone through any of this process or procedure. Then you have to explain to your kids that you're giving up your dog because you can't afford to keep it. And so I came round, you know, thin edge, thin end of the wedge springs to mind. Yeah, what breed next? Oh, so true, because I'm already seeing those articles, aren't you, that say uh, the carbon emitted by your dog and it's actually not environmentally friendly to have a dog. I read that in the article uh, in The Guardian the other day. So, yeah, what breed next? And then what regulation for anybody who chooses to own a dog? As always, it never changes. Just another cash cow or maybe, uh, should I say, cash dog. Yeah, I wonder, you will own nothing and be happy, not even a dog. Well, yes, of course. And I suppose if you see XL Bully as the trial for how you remove dog breeds and how you break the connection with humans and dog ownership. So you already have Guardian articles saying it's bad for the environment to have dogs. Then you have Cornwall where entire beaches you're not allowed a dog on anymore. And then you see the increasingly restrictive um, rules and legislation coming as to where you're allowed to walk your dog or how many times have I been told by people those dogs should be on a lead you know which I really I really uh I take no notice of some people are just assholes and you just have to let that it will be another breed next year and then it will be all of us have to register don't we all of us have to have our dogs on the lead all the time all of us have to muzzle our dogs all of us and you see at that point I have no interest in owning a dog whatsoever you know what I mean if I wanted something on a lead, I'd just buy myself a bloody, I don't know, handbag. I'd just wear a handbag. I've never worn a handbag <laughs> in my life because I don't like things on leads. I don't actually agree that dogs uh, dogs like mine shouldn't be on leads, I don't believe. Uh, I think I think small rats on strings can be on strings, but I think a dog my side should be trained, should be roaming the countryside, should be rabbiting or hunting. Otherwise, what have you got them for? Anyway, so I just wonder what people thought about this. And dogs are so bad for the climate, of course, naturally. Yeah, exactly. A muzzle is like us wearing a mask. The British Pet Massacre was an event in the United Kingdom. What? What? Wait, what? Great work, Jane. Thank you. The British Pet Massacre, oh my God, was an event in the United Kingdom in 1939 in which over 750,000 pets were killed in preparation for food shortages during World War II. Oh, eventually forced vaccinations on all registered dogs with you know what. All oh, you guys are a lot, a lot further down the line than me. This has been very informative for me. 
Um, 100%, I was thinking that too. So all of us immediately after the show, you can't do it right now, well, you can, but you know, be incredibly naughty. I know you could do it during the commercial break. Need to look at the, I'm guessing they called it euthanizing of pets in preparation for food shortages. Oh, well, that's been an education to me right there. Well done, tribe, good chat. XL bully, I come down on the side of the XL bully. I've been given a, a learning and a lesson in, wait a minute, do you not see where this heads? Do you not see where this ends? What's next? What's next? And of course, I hadn't thought of it that way. I don't know why. And now I have. And now I'm like, <gasps> they're definitely coming for our dogs, aren't they? Good work, tribe. We need to research this. Uh, 750,000 pets killed. Imagine. Oh, God, back in the day, people were so hardcore, weren't they? Um, what we have to do is go to a commercial break. Although I will tell you this, studio hasn't dared say the word break to me. <laughs> you see, we teach, we learn. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll have a short commercial break. And when we come back, I want to talk about Michelle Moan, who is having a full meltdown. And I am here for it. And I want to talk about lovely Trump in New Hampshire, offending pretty much uh, all the leftists that there are. Uh, so go nowhere, good people, apart from maybe to learn about the pet massacre of 1939. That's not very jolly, is it, for first thing in the morning if you're in the UK? And we'll be right back here at TNT Radio. My name is Katie Hopkins. Don't you forget it. And this is TNT Radio. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. If by some unimaginable impossibility you're still trying to determine whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, ask yourself the following questions. Did you favor the Baphomet statue being erected at the Iowa State Capitol? Did you enjoy the school board swearing in on a stack of child pornography books? Do you find nothing objectionable about a homosexual sex tape being recorded in a Senate hearing room and posted online? And finally, did you just love the transgender nutcracker down a hallway hideously decorated by Dr. Jill Biden for Christmas at the White House? If the answer to one or more of these questions is yes, you might be a Democrat. In fact, you're definitely a Democrat. As for the rest of us, if you doubted that, in the words of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, this next election is the choice between normal and crazy, wonder no more. Last week said it all. From aginstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio. Need a ride? Yeah! Driving with kids is a big responsibility. Hop in and buckle up! So don't sweat the small stuff. You got paint all over our paper! Get the big stuff right instead. What does that mean? Like making sure your kids are in the correct car seat and buckled up for safer travel. That deserves a wiggly wiggly wig. To make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Stay with Katie Hopkins when you have something to say. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Mm, stay with me when you have something to say. And you're saying quite a lot about these XL bully bands. You used to need a license years ago to own a dog. Oh, you could see that coming back in in a heartbeat. After the war, oh no, all the horses were killed as they were afraid they would bring disease back. Or maybe it was a monetary issues like us veterans. 
used goods and not worth the expense of bringing back home. Oh, don't say that. We don't feel like that. That's how you were made to feel by people who are less than you. Mm. As soon as you get a license, you effectively hand over ownership. So true, isn't it? Which is why so many of us, you know, are starting to work out that actually getting licenses for anything is not such a great idea. And obviously we would never speak about uh, that with regards to Second Amendment in America and the idea that there would be unlicensed weaponry in the hands of those who were preparing themselves to be a civil militia when we would never speak about that. There was a lot of talk about registering all chickens too. <laughs> Dear Lord, they're coming for the chucks. At the moment, it's for flocks over 50 birds but they even want allotment chickens to be registered. I mean, seriously, how close to China do we need to get before we realize, you know, that we are China? Like, what does what is it actually, does it take that will people will have to start speaking Chinese and then we'll realize we're actually China? We have the same principles. We're starting to have to, you've got two chickens in your backyard and you're supposed to register them to the People's Republic of England. I mean, what the hell? Like, what is going on? Didn't the Chinese, someone correct me, were you on tribe? Didn't the Chinese have to hand in their hamsters during lockdown? I want to say that Chinese people had to euthanize or hand in their hamsters for gassing during lockdown. Can someone correct me on that? Uh, yes, that's why I didn't register my pets, money-grabbing asshole council, right? So this, the best way out of everything that is going on at present is not to comply. Yeah, and I think that's really a message some of us have taken into our souls. And so it means that you're utterly non-compliant and you rage. In fact, this links to my, this links to my poem that I wanted to talk with us about towards the end of the show is that you rage against do you know what the poem is from that clue <laughs> some of you might do is that you rage against compliance and i'm doing that definitely in all things even when it's to my own disadvantage uh or maybe even more so when it's to my own disadvantage or when it makes me a mighty pain in the arse well, even more so when it makes me a mighty pain in the ass. Maybe it's to an extreme with me that I'm raging against compliance to the point that I'm completely unmanageable, which I think is also really true. But I'm kind of all right with that. You know what I mean? I'm all right with it all. I don't want to comply. I don't want to be managed and I won't be made smaller. And if I'm offensive to an ever greater number of people as a result, I'm all right with that as well, because an ever greater number of people are offensive to me. I never want to get to the point to say most people are offensive because I know our side are glorious. But the idea of trying to fit in or comply in a world that is increasingly small is absurd at best. And at worst, it's no life at all, is it? Oh, I just had a thoughtful moment there. I know, what happened? Rage against the dying of the light. Yes, girl. 
That is it. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at the close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Oh, such a good poem. May I commend it to you all today. Though wise men at their end know dark is right, because their words had forked no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Uh, uh, makes my whole, uh, makes all of my hairs stand on end, including my nipple hairs. Uh, wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late, they grieved it on its way, do not go gentle into that good night. Basically about the end of your life and and not wanting it to be over and realizing you should have lived it maybe bigger or larger. So I was setting myself a task actually uh, this morning that I want to memorize this poem uh, for the new year so that I can regurgitate it at will in moments or say it to myself um, either when I'm being made smaller or when I'm eventually put in prison. And you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Ah, that's a poem for all of us, right, right now. It's a poem for us. Ah, so much to talk about, so little time. But I love the fact that Tribe knew just with rage against uh, what I was talking about. So Michel Moan is having a nightmare. Are you all following along with the Michel Moan story or are you over it? You can't deal with it or you knew she was a wrong one and it's just been proven to be correct. So Michel Moan, the woman who managed to get special access because of her relationship with Parliament and press barons and, and, and she had her fingers in so many pies, managed to get the Gucciest type of contract to supply PPE, set up a company, didn't have any company accounts, had only been registered for a day and yet secured like, what was it, two? 280 million pounds worth of contracts for PPE, much of which was unusable, and then creamed off huge chunks of the profit and is now trying to fight back. She's clearly a wrong and she should clearly be in prison. Yes, there should be a trial or whatever. She should not be a baroness. Many of us have known this. I've known it for 20 years since she insulted me on British TV and told me I was an insult to British businesswomen. And I have seen her pop up over and over again in my life. And every time I've thought that she was a complete and utter harridan. And if that's coming from me, truly, I was on Yachts It Can for Mail Online hosting their functions and their special VIPs and, you know, doing what I do. And Michelle Moan was on the yacht, massive great bloody thing, uh, for the special dinner. It was just four or five of us with Lord Rothmere and that woman was there. And she wasn't employed by the paper and she wasn't engaged to write for us and yet she was the one opposite Lord Rothmere. Same with Murdoch. Whenever Michelle Moan wanted something pushed, she had a direct in with Rupert Murdoch back in the Sundays. And I never knew why Michelle Moan had this special access, but she did. And that was way back when. Before all of this. So I don't know if she blew all of them. I don't know how she got special access because whatever she, what was she? 
I mean, back in the day, she was like a massive Chumbawamba, not that that matters, but I'm just saying she was just a woman from a bra factory. She had super special access to all these super powerful men, and now it's coming back to bite her in the ass. And quite honestly, she robbed the she robbed us all. Yeah, yeah. Particularly, exactly at a time of fake crisis. Well, exactly. We know fake crisis. People say they were at the most vulnerable. We know it was a fake crisis manufactured, and that the X percent was it two percent, top two percent got exponentially more wealthy. Let's not bang on about it because it's all over the place. I just wanted to share with you those couple of private stories that I had directly about that woman. There's a picture of me and her on the yacht, actually. And I, I remember thinking, what the hell is she doing here? So one thing I wanted us to talk about before the top of the show was what's going on with the presidential race in America. Uh, which is hotting up. It's getting exciting. New Hampshire. And I want to play this clip because it has triggered CNN. No end. They've lost their minds. Whenever they lose their minds, I kind of love it. I'm just going to quote you from CNN. Here we go. Whipping up thousands of supporters at New Hampshire hockey rink on Saturday, the former president again drew comparisons to the language of Nazi Germany with the comments about migrants from mostly Africa, Asia and South America, poisoning the blood of our country. <laughs> ah. Joe Biden's uh, campaign alleged this language parrots Adolf Hitler. Oh, it's so, have they really got nothing else to say? I mean, really, shall we take a little listen? Let's take a little listen to Trump in action in New Hampshire. Take a listen to this. You know, when they let, I think the real number is 15, 16 million people into our country. When they do that, we got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world, they're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous. The terrorism is going to be terrorism is going to be. And we built a tremendous piece of the wall and then we're going to build more. And uh, the election was rigged and we uh, didn't do it. But I figured they'd just throw it up. Would have taken three weeks. It was all built. It was all ready to be just hoisted up. The exact wall that the Border Patrol, who are incredible, Brandon, Judd, and all of the people at Border Patrol, that's exactly what they designed. They had the anti-climb bars. They had everything. And you know what they did? They didn't want it to go up. They sold it for five cents on the dollar. Can you believe it? All of that stuff. It's a very sad thing. This is far more than a campaign. This is the greatest political movement in the history of our country. It really is. There's never been anything like <laughs> it really is really it's greatest movement in the history of this country really is really is <laughs> i love him so much but the thing i wanted to bring to the show today and you was just to and you might say katie we can give a single shiny rat's ass about the american presidential election but nikki haley keep your eyes on nikki haley is in the also runnings so she's been lagging behind trump dramatically but Nikki Haley just secured the funding of the uh, Americans for Prosperity Action. And if you know those guys, K-O-C-H. So one of the biggest conservative donors in American politics, they're a big deal, K-O-C-H. They are now backing Nikki Haley. 
And the media is desperate for a Nikki Haley surge because they need something. They need some hook. They need some. The media, desperate to avoid a boring coronation, are keen to boost Haley. So you have the media who need some kind of talking lines that aren't just Trump. You have the largest American donor on the conservative side backing Nikki Haley. And in New Hampshire, uh, voters said, Nikki Haley is the most, oh God, likable and reasonable candidate in the primary race. 53% of her describe her as prepared. Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, 29% of GOP saying that they would back Haley. So what I'm trying to flag here is you're going to hear a lot from Nikki Haley. Can we quickly, I wonder, sneak in Nikki Haley talking about Nikki Haley? Let's take a listen. I'll just say it, Biden's too old, and Congress is the most exclusive nursing home in America. Washington keeps failing because politicians from yesterday can't lead us into tomorrow. We need term limits, mental competency tests, and a real plan to defeat China and restore our economy. We have to leave behind the chaos and drama of the past with a new generation and a new conservative president. I'm Nikki Haley, and I approve this message. I'm Nikki Haley, and I approve this message. Oh, my God. I mean, if you want vanilla, go Nikki Haley. You want centrists, go Nikki Haley. You want someone that says the right things, go Nikki Haley. You want someone that's likable and reasonable, go Nikki Haley. But listen, we are in, you know, when I walk in the morning, there are enormous sort of mounds of, I don't want to say cow shit, I'll say manure, right? enormous mounds. That's how farmers fertilize the fields around here. We're in that. We're in that enormous mound of doo-doo, right? We are up to our necks in doo-doo. If you think we can fix what's going on under our enormous mound of doo-doo with a reasonable and uh, liked or most likable, you are off your tiny tree. People say, oh, Trump's an extremist. You're going to need an extreme fighter if any of the mound of doo-doo is going to be corrected, right? You can be as anti-Trump as you want. And I know a lot of our tribe are. And so, you know, hit it there that why Trump's a terrible idea. But if you think we're going to fix anything with reasonable and nice, I mean, that is like going into a fight with a, you know, bayonet made of blancmange. Huh? A blancmange bayonet is not going to get you very far, is it, my darlings? Just saying. But anyway, watch for this story heating up. You're going to see it all over the place as the media needs something interesting that isn't Trump. So you're going to hear the name Nikki Haley a lot over the next few days as she has pushed heavily. She now has a massive funding pool to play with. So you're going to see her advert adverts everywhere as well. Um, and you're going to see media placements happening inside the press, uh, stories being placed to try and elevate her above Chris Christie and DeSantis. And I'm just letting you, I'm sort of, you know, pointing to the media that you're going to see at play. You know what's happened, don't you try? This happens every day to us, doesn't it? <laughs> what happens to us? Time goes so fast, the sands of time. We find ourselves, darling, headed towards the top of the show. You know what I'm gonna say to you, don't you? Do not go gentle into that gulp, good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage. 
against the dying of the light. My name is Katie Hopkins. This is TNT Radio. Radio.